Hello, this is Magenta Giraffes with me, Simona Roy, recording this on August 21st, 2022. Happy birthday, Dad. Today is my dad's birthday. He has two birthdays. This is the real one, I think, as opposed to the official one, which is December 4th. Yeah, so I think he's a Leo. December 4th, is that a Sag? Pretty sure. Whatever. He's a Leo, I think. Anyways, a happy birthday to him. Um, let's see. What do I want to talk about? I'm low energy. I think you can hear that in my voice. And um, it was a stressful week this week. I did stay. I didn't go to the city because, well, I did go to the city. And it just seems like this happens now. It's happened twice. I went to the city on Tuesday and my dad still wasn't feeling well last weekend. Like he was feeling really weak and all this stuff. And then on Tuesday, I did go into work and I was planning on coming back Tuesday night just in case. Um, and I actually was meeting up with a friend after work. And so I just like didn't really pay attention to my phone because I knew I was coming home anyways. And my dad called me like three times, like once I finally looked at my phone and he was like his physician, his, you know, um, his kidney doctor was like, he wanted him to go to the, the emergency room um, because he just wanted to get it checked out. So here I was gallivanting with my friend and my dad was trying to contact me and I felt so bad. I just felt like such a bad daughter, you know, like, what the fuck was I doing? Why did I like keep my phone upside down, you know, and I could have gotten home earlier. So when I did get home, I got home around 830. And I think or closer to nine. And then I drove him to the emergency room. And I stayed with him. And we didn't leave the emergency room till 330 a.m. Um, and luckily, again, like not finding anything you know, too dire. It's just, he's on a lot of blood pressure medication. So the emergency room attending was like, you're on way too much in her opinion, um, for somebody his size and all that. So there, but like, it was a torturous night. I mean, luckily I was with him the whole time. So I knew what was going on, but we were waiting, you know, in the waiting room forever for a couple of hours. Then they basically take you to, you know, inside where you don't get a room and you're just in a hallway on a gurney. And so I was with him throughout that and it was very chaotic. I felt honestly like I was in an insane asylum. I'm not kidding. People were screaming um, from pain and there were people complaining like on other gurneys, like this one guy who was there before us, um, he was complaining of chest pains and they weren't doing anything for him. And and then I also happened to see a dead body. Okay. Like it was across the room and I was looking, you know, if I was looking across from me, which was into a room and this was a, an old man, he looked very skeletal. His mouth was wide open in kind of an unnatural way. And I saw on the monitor that, you know, the line was dead essentially. And I was like, oh my God, that guy, I think that guy's dead. And my dad was like, oh, don't say that, whatever. I'm like, no, I'm not trying to say that to be any, I'm just saying that I think he's dead. I think he just died, you know? Um, and then through my eavesdropping and then around the nurse's station, yeah, he, I mean, they weren't saying it like explicitly out loud because there were patients everywhere, 
But then, you know, they were like, well, we got to call the ME. Hello, medical examiner. I know this from all of my law and order watching. And um, that was quite jarring. I mean, look, I, I don't think I've ever seen like a dead body in a hospital. Yes, I saw my mom's body at a funeral home. And when we did go to see her to say goodbye, she hadn't fully passed yet. She was on the machines. But I remember touching her hand and it was like unnaturally cold. And that was so, (sighs) it was so upsetting. Um, You know, I'm glad this time, like the last time my dad went to the emergency room, which was two weeks prior, I think, he was, you know, there by himself. And this time I was with him the whole time. So I'm at least glad I could do that. But I feel very irresponsible that like, um, you know, I was with my friend and I was just trying to be in the moment with her. And so I didn't, you know, really check my phone. And um, yeah, I mean, look, I nothing bad happened. And you know, luckily, but it's, 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 uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I just was trying to enjoy myself. You know, there's a lot of mental things that I am carrying and, um, I have to take care of him. That's my job. And I want to do my job well, but at the same time, I also like, I'm trying to live my life the best way I can while also being responsible. But I do feel like, you know, I really felt like a bad daughter in in that moment. It's like, I can't afford to like not be looking at my phone. This is just the way it is, you know? And I also seem like whenever people are become parents, like they can't just not look at their phone. This is the world we live in. We don't live back in, you know, the eighties when people didn't have cell phones. We have cell phones now for this reason. So it just, you know, it was a sucky feeling Um, and you know, he wasn't upset or anything, but like, what if it was an emergency, like a real, real emergency? Yes, we were going to the emergency room, but you know, so I have to, I was mad at myself for that. Um, but so now he's got some doctor's appointments lined up with some different people. So I'm hoping, and I'm hopeful that, um, you know, we'll get some answers or a different game plan or something that's actually going to work for him. And, um, give him like, you know, better quality of life, because that's what's the most important thing. So that was the beginning of the week. Um, I think I'm still recovering physically, honestly, you know, so I didn't, I, by the time I went to bed, it was like around four. Uh, then I woke up three and a half hours later to work. And I, I got to work from home this week. So that was good. But I think that it, um, And I don't want to, you know, I think that we tend to use words like trauma and trigger a lot uh, these days. And, you know, if if you're using it in every situation, it like dilutes the meaning, right? But it was a stressful, I'm going to say that it was an extremely high stress situation. Like I got chest pains the whole time that I was there. And I knew it was coming from my anxiety because, you know, I don't want to be an emergency room situation because it's just like the worst. The waiting is the worst. Um, But also I'm like, God, like, I don't know who the hell here has COVID, you know? And um, I don't know about the other places that other people are at. But let me tell you, the healthcare workers at this hospital, most of them were not wearing their masks properly. They're hanging off their nose, hanging off their face. They're gossiping. They're talking about donuts and stuff. And it wasn't the doctors. It was the other staff. 
and I'll say just that, you know, every doctor I saw was fully, fully masked, if not wearing it at 95. So, I mean, I, I'll have to say that I'm not shocked, but I'm still disappointed, you know, and that's that, that was like medical staff at a hospital. So I'm like, you know, stressed about like, God, I hope I don't get COVID here, you know, of all things. And um, especially just being indoors in a place with diseases uh, for, I mean, we got there at like 930. So four hours, you know. And yeah, so it was stressful. And then I started getting like chest pains because of my stress. And so I kept rubbing my chest, but I knew that it was from anxiety. I was like not worried that all of a sudden I was going to have a heart attack or something. Um, But I think that I just haven't been... I'm low energy, I'm tired, I'm cranky this week because like that was really just highly stressful and I think my cortisol levels, you know, went through the roof. I don't really know how, you know, body stuff works. I just pretend to know. But I'm, you know, they always say shit like that. Oh, when you're stressed, your cortisol levels go up. It's like, well, the only way to actually test for cortisol levels is if you do like a 24-hour urine sample to see if your cortisol levels have gone up. Pretty sure because I did do that test because my endocrinologist wanted to check if I had some sort of um, weird cortisol disease, which I don't. So small blessings. Um, but yeah, I'm sure that that raised whatever stress level in my body. And I think my body's still recovering. It just doesn't feel, I don't feel myself from it. Um, I really hope that we don't have to go to the emergency room anytime soon again or ever. <laughs> I just fucking hate the emergency room. I hate it. It's just not efficient. It's for, takes forever. It's just a high stress situation. Always. It's never a good time at the emergency room. Never. So that was Tuesday. Still recovering. I mean, I'm sleepy right now. Let's be real. And I'm recording this at 4.30 p.m. on a Sunday. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that like, you know, once you become an adult, and I think I've said this before, that you just are always dealing with stuff after a certain point. You know, it's not easy breezy. You're dealing with things, you're dealing with heavy things, and you're always dealing with them. And I think that this is just my life. And it could always be worse. It could be way worse where, you know, my dad is still very much independent and able to do things and take care of himself, drive a car, whatever, go to appointments on his own. Um, and I don't have to like handhold, but I feel like it, you know, and um it's just, this is just how life works. And yeah, so I'm just trying not to dwell too much on it. Um, instead, I've just been, you know, what have I been watching? Like, I haven't been really watching anything new. I'm watching a lot of, you know, Marvel movies, which I've seen a billion times, and yet they still, you know, they still make me cry. I enjoy those movies. I don't care what anybody says. And I think that most people do enjoy the movies. I'm not trying to say that everybody's like, ah, these are terrible. I think a lot of people love them. But then I think that critics are assholes about them. They're really good movies. Like the action sequences, the storylines, they pull my heartstrings. Um, and I was always watching, I started with Endgame which is the last Avenger movie, if you didn't know, um, which is one of my faves because they also go back in time. I love a time travel movie. You should know that by now because I think I talk about that. Um, so they go back in time and that's always very exciting to me for about anything. 
Um, so I started with that, but then I didn't watch the end of it. Well, A, because I started it at 11 p.m. You do not want to start like an Avengers movie at 11 p.m. It's not a good idea. Um, but I did. I started at 11 p.m. And I didn't finish it um, because I didn't want to see. And this is a spoiler alert. But if you haven't seen Avengers and stuff, well, OK, I won't say anything. But like, obviously, people die in these movies, right? But I didn't want to see a specific character die because it's very sad. It's very sad. Um, so I, I stopped it. And then um, last night I watched um, Infinity War. Is it Wars or War? <laughs> Is it a movie or a play? Um, I don't know. It's either War or Wars. I think it's Infinity War. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, and that one's sad at the end, obviously. <laughs> I remember seeing that in the theater and just bawling. Um, anyways, for some reason, these movies have been soothing for me this weekend. Um, and, you know, I, I can't recommend them if you're grieving because they're pretty sad. But um, I don't know. I love those movies. I'll always love them. They're like akin to me, like with the Harry Potter movies, honestly. Like if it's on, I'm watching it. Although Age of Ultron, do I really want to watch that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm telling you, I don't know. Um, but I, on a totally separate note, um, you know, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, and I haven't read anything otherwise or gotten an email, but my workshop with Laura Lynn Jackson is coming up in September. Um, and that's like the last weekend of September. And um, I am very excited about it and also a little nervous about it. And I also can't believe that it might actually be happening. So I'm trying not to hold my breath because who knows what will happen with COVID and stuff. But I think, you know, even though I don't really agree with this, nothing is going to close because of COVID or nothing is going to not happen because of COVID unless Laura Lynn gets sick herself, right? Yeah, so I, I'm, and God forbid I get sick. That would be such a fucking bummer. I would be so, so upset because then it's like, <sighs> and I have a dinner. I have a dinner um, on the 21st. So let's see, let me see if I get, let's say I get sick. Oh, the 21st is exactly a month away. So if I get sick on the 21st, I could still be better by the time I go to this workshop, which is September 30th. I think that their quarantine rules are like very minimal now for if you have COVID. I'll have to look it up. Um, hopefully, though, I will get boosted and they're going to give the send out the Omicron booster soon because um, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to get boosted um, like ASAP. So Laura, so hopefully, fingers crossed, if everything goes well, I will be going to that workshop and I'm very excited to meet her. I think that it'll be a really um, important excursion and experience for myself and I cannot wait to share. I think if I go and it happens, um, I might be like, I might try to record for, like segments from my room because I don't think I'm going to want to forget anything. Um but, you know, recently I was like, look, I was looking on her website to see if it was happening. And it, according to her website, it is. Um, and she had this video where she was having this conversation with the psychiatrist um, and just about like, you know, how 
what death is like for, you know, people who've crossed over and, you know, they're not sad, we're sad, and they see like the truth of everything in a moment. And um, they're also like, you know, more elevated souls. So if she sees purple in somebody's aura, that means that they're actually an elevated soul and they're here to like teach people things or sometimes help uh, like less elevated souls. And so, I mean, not to like toot my own horn, but I wonder if I'm an elevated soul or not. I want to know if I've got purple in me, but just watch, I don't have any. <laughs> it's just, but then of course, I also think I'm an alien. So not of this um, planet, but um I'm looking forward to that. And I hope that with all of, um, with everything that happens, that it happens smoothly. You know, um, this dinner that I'm talking about, it's a work dinner. So it's not something that I can really like get out of. And it's something that I've planned. Um, so, I mean, I haven't done indoor dining in forever. So, but it will be indoor dining in a, a secluded room, a private room, um, with people that I know who are vaccinated and, it's all you can do, you know, you still got to live your life. And um, I just, uh, I hope everything works out. And um, I'm just going to be careful up until, uh, you know, as careful as I can be. And um, I don't know, I, that was circuitous. And I don't even know what the point of today's episode was. But it was a stressful week. I'm trying to keep positive. I'm trying not to think too much, to be honest. And I'm, I guess just taking it one step at a time in like my general malaise, uh, I guess, you know, uh, yeah. So I think that I'm just going to end it there and I'll just say bye.